0: Hello everybody. Today I'm doing something that I've never done before, but these guys are too special to pass them on. So, today I'm having a podcast with two two people, Justin and Tremaine. And the reason why I brought them on is because they have a podcast that I think everybody should listen to and it's called Love and Then What. And I have nominated them and the experts of Love and Then What and they came here to explain what they've learned interviewing people. So thank you and welcome for being here. You guys can take the mic and run with it.
1: Thank you again yeah. for having us. Uh, I'm Justin and I'm Tremaine. Tremaine's the better selling one, <laughs> deeper voice. Uh, so loving them what? Basically, we are the experts in love now. Uh, basically, <laughs> what loving them what is is a way for everyday average people to tell their own story of love, whether that be the traditional way of we fell in love and we got married after high school, or high school sweethearts, or we got married. I went through a divorce myself. Tremaine was engaged. And uh, do you want to get into that?
2: Um, I, I was engaged and also cheated on. And it broke not just me, but broke love itself for the meaning. So. Everybody got, and again, everybody got their own different ways of love and what love means to them. So we just want to recognize it and make sure um, they do love how they're supposed to, if that makes sense. Right. So
1: we've-
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you saying that there is no one love universal language? What?
1: (laughs) Well, so we've had different people with different stories of love. Like I said, the traditional way, we've also had a preacher on with his love for God. We've Mm -hmm. had a musician on with his love for music. Tremaine's also a musician, too, pretty good. Uh, Thank you. His name is, what is it right now? Is it still My, Baby Jesus? Yes,
2: yes, My music name is Baby Jesus.
1: So, so. he's also a rapper slash singer. He does a lot of different things. I'm just a podcast guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, there's more than one kind of love. You can love somebody in, in multiple different ways or not even just a, a person, but things also are love. We've had so many different people on. We've learned a lot, and we continue to learn more and more each day that we do this.
0: It's something that I find fascinating about English. You know how the Eskimos have about a different million ways of uh, describing snow and snowflakes. And I feel that in English, and in most languages, actually, I'm Spanish, and we also have only one word, te quiero. And in English it's I love you. But I think that this love encompasses so many feelings and so many interpretations of, okay, what is this love going to look like? Like you were saying, you can be traditional marriage, you can be polyamorous, you can be... Whatever it is, it's still love, but we only have one definition. So how do you think that that affects the way that we love when we feel like there is only one flavor? We all have to fit into this.
2: In my opinion, like, when I say like, love means something different than a lot of people come on the show saying. A lot of people think they love somebody or think they love something, but they actually like it they did they, they, they have the wrong wording of the word love and so that's another thing that i'll make sure that i bring out and that's why i ask them what is your definition of love
1: i think we're almost inundated with the word love through reality tv and movies that some people are so quick to just say i love you that it loses its meaning and then you can be with somebody for years because you said i love you and if you have somebody who interprets and Interpreters, interpret interprets, whatever the whatever the word is. If you have somebody that hears it one way and says, "Love means this," you know, I'm supposed to be with this person for the rest of my life. I'm married, so on and so forth. Another person just says, "Well, they said that. Snooky said that to Jay. Wow, on whatever Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. I'm not a really big TV guy, but on reality TV, it could mean something completely different. People will just hear it a different way.
0: And even for us as individuals, my definition of love has changed through the years. I think that when you go through a breakup, a divorce, you have children, you realize that love can have, again, many dimensions. And to me, the most important thing is, are you being aligned to your definition of love or are you letting somebody else write the script for you? So now that you guys have been on the field asking and researching what do you see out there that is the most prevalent notion of love? And what are the new things that are coming up and being accepted?
1: So I think um, a lot more today than in the past, love happens two-faced and love falls two-faced. Breakups are almost second nature. As soon as somebody gets a little bit bored with somebody without actually putting the effort in to work on that love, the love just falters it just goes away if you don't continue to water say love is a flower if you don't continue to water it it's not going to grow as soon as you feel like skipping a day of watering that plant it's going to die you have to continue to work towards that angle of love and happiness forever so love and then what would be you know you have to work to continue to make love happen jermaine you have anything? You said it. The <laughs> a lot of times, Tremaine's a little bit quieter on these.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's true that we have this misconception of if it's so hard, if I have to work on it, then it's not worth it. But there is a spectrum. I mean, I work with people who are divorcing, so I that they, they've tried every every tool, every technique to try and make it work. Then it comes the moment of okay, it doesn't work anymore. We have to dissolve it. But it's true that I'm seeing people jumping so quickly from the. I have to work on this, I have, to, I have to face my own demons so I can be with this person, screw that, next. And again, we live in such a culture that makes it so easy to swipe right, left, up or down that, yeah, we don't, we don't feel that it's necessary to put the work into it.
1: It's, so my marriage, it ended without an explanation to me. We were so unlovely and then out of nowhere, she was just gone. So it was so easy for her to just leave. I tried to go through therapy with her. I tried to do everything I could. But I'm, what I'm saying, one day I kissed her goodbye, like nothing changed. We went Every morning we went to get coffee in Duncan. And then the next day, just gone. Without, I never really got a solid explanation. She just, she just was gone. And there was never a fight. I still have never yelled at her. I mean I yell on the podcast about how bad of a person she is. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I've never got like, you know, that real face to face thing. I would try to get that face to face and she just she would put up these walls where she wasn't there. And I I don't ever want to see her again, by the way. Uh I'm sure Tremaine feels the same. do you feel the same way about your ex?
2: Um, I with my ex I you see, I grew as a person. So before this I was a wild person. Um, not wild as doing stupid stuff, but wild as not respecting females as they should um and then the more i grew the more i realized um, the fault is on both of us not just me but at the end of the day i still never went out and did you dirty so i can't talk and again i can't talk bad one more time because they mothers of my kids so i would never want to talk bad about them at all but um as me being a father, yes, I, it's easy for me to go up to her and have a conversation and everything like that. Um, would I ever love her? Um, no, but I will always have love for her because that's my son's mother. So that's another way of the love, what love can mean, because everybody always think that, like, I should be mad at her because all the things she put me through, et cetera, et cetera. And then let's say, for example, somebody hit her. I will, it will be a problem. You feel me? Because I do have love for her because that's my kid's mother. So
1: This is where me and a lot of people differ. I don't believe if somebody does you dirty, you should ever forgive them.
2: I don't forgive them. I
1: don't forgive any of them. I won't but. forget. I, I don't believe in that whole, oh, you cheated on me. That's okay. We can be friends now. Let's hug it out and kiss it out. No move on don't talk to me i don't want to hear from you unless you are dead and i want somebody else to talk me i don't ever want to hear your voice that's my side of love i don't want to hear that you know the excuses
0: But that's just as as beautiful as somebody else being more understanding or whatever, more open-minded they want to be. That's your way of being loved. So the thing that I see is that we place emphasis on following the narrative. And it's like, now everybody is into infidelity is completely wrong. So we all have to fall into that. Maybe we move into 10 years, infidelity is the best thing ever. How does it feel for you? If for you is like, that's a no-go to me, loving you will mean, hey, that's a no-go for him. I have to respect it. And I think that we don't give each other enough space in our relationship to say, this is what love means to us. Can we do it together? And then just see if you're compatible. I mean, if, if I wanna cheat every other night and you're like, that's a no, obviously that's not gonna work with, with Justin, but I may find somebody else, I'll be like, yeah, no problem. As long as you cook me meals in the morning, I don't know, whatever arrangement works for those guys. <laughs>
2: You see, I switched up my technique from my old ways. Like, I would have to now build a big friendship before I even start having a relationship with you. So again, like you said, that you gotta get to know that person. And what we do, we do sit down now and talk about what we want with each other, you know, and stuff like that. We wanna keep it spicy, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Don't leave nothing boring, and as long as we understand each other.
0: Yeah. Can- I was, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, who is recently now started dating again. And we were saying like, would it be possible to sit down on the first date and come out with a PDF format that they just have to fill it out. And it's like, these are things that matter to me instead of going and like, so what do you do? And uh, whatever (laughs) people doing dates? just, (laughs) okay, can we, and again, no judgment. Hey, if you tell me whatever fantasy you have, fantastic. Doesn't match with what I want or not, but Again, I feel that love. We've been saying now it's like easy. It has to just flow and happen. It has to be ignorant. For a lot of people, it has to be like, oh, I'm just so chemically attracted to this person. That's going to make it work. Okay. And Then I find them as my clients in the future, go like, I don't know why I married him or her. And I'm like, did you know them? Did you know, did you ask these questions? Because if you guys don't, don't match on your communication styles, don't match on how you like to... Um, do your finances raise children man you you're just putting yourself in a in a treadmill that you're not gonna we be
2: Throughout that whole process so that's a big thing i fully agree
1: with that that's one of the big things
0: we're submitting what else I, are you guys fun- sorry justin go
1: so when you said infidelity that whole thing i think those type of people will poison the good people in the world in relationships so there's people that'll go out and have multiple partners if they're doing it to their significant other they don't see it as they can turn a good person in a relationship into one of them where all of a sudden it's okay to cheat. Hey, I do it with my wife. She doesn't care. So why don't you just come and come over? And then that leaves a lot of guys and girls that are in that relationship in a really bad spot because that guy or girl was tricked by this person who just has a different lifestyle. And I, I believe that's what happened with my ex. I have no proof, but I know. I don't need to know, but I know.
0: (laughs) But then, isn't it a requirement to love somebody, or at least my requirement is hey, you gotta deal with your past. You cannot project into this present relationship what happened to you. So, again, we can understand, we can communicate each other, but I see often that we project, oh, she did this, my other girlfriend did that, homie, I'm sure that you're gonna do this.
1: Yeah, so in my current, I have a girlfriend now, Uh, I've been with her. She's gonna to listen to seven or eight months. I don't remember exactly, but um
0: <laughs> That's I get in trouble.
1: <laughs> that's what I, 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 I wanna say eight months, but I'm not I'm not positive. I love her very much. Um, but that does like I do get hesitant to say certain things because of my past. Like I used to I gave my ex a lot of nicknames. I don't wanna get into them just because that's a painful part for me, so I don't get into it. But I almost I don't tell my girlfriend now how beautiful I think she is enough. I do tell her, but I, I feel like the last relationship I was in, I got my girl's head too big and she thought she can just go mess around with whoever she wanted. So I am hesitant to do that. And I, I know it's selling my girlfriend now short, but I have these, I want to protect myself a little bit, even though I do want to spend the rest of my life with this girl that I'm with currently. We've talked about that. We've talked about kids. We've done all those things but I am still hesitant to go down the same path that I was on that hurt so much.
0: But have you communicated this to her? Because she may be on her end of the relationship going, he never tells me I'm beautiful. I feel really ugly around him. And then she's going to, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I'm saying in a parallel universe, she may go and find somebody that will say, oh, you're so beautiful. And you were there saying, I don't want to tell her that because I want to avoid that outcome. And she does said no. So if we are not communicating and we're not saying, hey, this is why I do this. I'm afraid that if I do this, that's going to happen. She may just tell you like, hey, my love, just tell me how beautiful I am, but you're safe. I'm not going anywhere. And maybe that will change the story.
1: Everyone will say that. Nobody knows what tomorrow. Everyone will be like, oh, yeah, I'll stay with you forever. So me and Trane both heard that. Everybody in everybody that's listening to this right now has heard that from somebody. Bless, bless. And the problem is that somebody, everybody in the world was hurt once so bad. That it messes up the rest of the relationships forever i'm not saying it makes them all i'm
0: gonna have to disagree i think that it messes up the relationship if you don't fix what happened it's it's very traumatizing but if you go and understand what happened release it i think that then you have a future that is not going to involve that pain from the past it's almost like saying if you break your leg i'm sorry you can never walk again no, you can't. You just have to put it in a cast, let it rest, take care of it, and then you'll be able to run again. That's my approach. I'm not saying I'm gonna convince you, <laughs> I don't. Well,
1: Jermaine was a big high school football star, and he broke his leg, and how did that go for you? Are you still playing football, Jermaine? No, he took my
0: scholarship. God it! You should have given me the heads up on that.
1: That was a great period. analogy, thank you. That, that, really, that really worked out well for us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, well, again, My whole thing is I never try to convince somebody of a point of view. I just go, oh, that's your point of view. If it works for you and it works in your relationship, freaking fantastic. Like, I just want people to understand and that's what you guys are doing with your podcast. There are different flavors. There are different ways of doing love. Who is here to say mine or the highway? Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, exactly. We want to have, we are trying to have everybody on this coming weekend. We're going to have a sex therapist on. We want to hear about her experiences with people. We're going to have a, Professor of sexuality, on. I'm actually emailing with him right now to get him on. We want to have ex, we're starting to get into more experts because right now we're just doing everyday ordinary people, but those people that are coming on are also watching the show. So we want them to be informed with the experts as well. Not to say we're Joe Rogan's or anything, but to branch out can only help people to learn.
0: Yes. Well, I'm excited about then what's, what's coming next with the iteration of your podcast. I have a question that I ask all my guests, and I guess I'm going to have two sets of answers. Um, would you guys let me know what's on your next great chapter, your personal life? What are you looking forward to? What, what are you going to change, achieve? What's, what's going on?
1: So Tremaine and me are very yin and yang, but I think in love, we do find an equal ground here. So with, for my next great chapter, uh, one, I hope to stay with the girlfriend I'm with now and grow that love. Um, two, I hope to grow this podcast because the original idea for this podcast was born out of when I went through my divorce, I was very suicidal. I went to myself every day, almost every day. I was drinking a lot and podcast was a way for me to find comfort and you know refuge where there wasn't otherwise. Something that was talked about besides my divorce and all of that. So I wanted, to fi- I wanted to start this so people that are feeling that way can come here and hear good stories of love and life. I mean, we drink a lot on the show. We play a lot of videos that are funny. Uh, you think Tosh.0 oh shows some good videos? Wait till you see what I show. Uh, <laughs> but so we do a lot of different games. We're having a contest right now where uh, if you submit your story to us and you the top story with the most likes on your YouTube, you'll get $500. If you have questions on that, you want more information, go to loveandthenwhat.com or go to our Instagram at love and you can find uh, the details there. But yeah, love of my girlfriend and the love of the podcast and helping everyday people out.
0: Can I say something there, Justin? Because I'm always trying to come up with ideas for my clients who are also going through divorce. And one of the main reasons why I wanted to coach people through divorce was because we don't talk about it, but it's true. Many go through the process and are suicidal. And if don't end up killing themselves, they end up with a good a drug or alcohol addiction. So in my opinion, it was like, why aren't we helping these people? So I'm always trying to find ways for them to anchor into this world and to stay and to find a passion or something. And you know, my my range of just find a dog if you have a dog you will feel loved and you will not want to leave this world because you have to feed your beautiful dog and start doing tango or pottery whatever i had never even considered or thought of the idea of doing a podcast so you can i don't know whatever it did to you clear your mind reconnect with humans have a little bit of hope whatever it did but i'm going to take that one out
1: yeah i mean i was drinking every day by myself so then i got to drink with other people which is nice i <laughs> just talking and laughing you know, because this, this podcast could have been very serious every time, but I wanted to make sure that it was funny because when I was going through it, the only thing that helped me was really laughing. I needed to laugh. And uh, so, if you, another thing, if you do know somebody going through a divorce, uh, it's very much like a death almost. That person has died. And a lot, of thing, a lot of times, people will do this thing where if somebody dies, you'll go to the funeral, you'll bring them a gift, and then you won't talk about it with them again say somebody's mother or father's eyes, you won't talk about it again. Maybe a week or two later, you'll bring it up to say, hey, how are you doing? But that's something that does last for a long time. A death, divorce are very similar in that where I I was diagnosed with PTSD after mine. That just stays with you. It's a mental state that comes up every now and again. And it gets easier and easier and easier. But not enough people really check in to see how you're doing. So I just want to make sure I had that out there. And now make can talk about.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank you for saying that. I, I do talk to my, to my people and I tell them you, you have to let people know that you have what I coined this new term, which is post-divorce stress disorder. And it's, if you have been affected and traumatized by it, it's just as traumatizing as any other major experience in your life. But again, we think, oh, it's, it's just a change in your status, you, you know, whatever, or yeah, well, it may be hard, but once you're over with it, it's all good. No, no, there is such thing as post-divorce depression. And and again, we we do need to make sure that our community knows and we let them know, like, hey, this is here. Can you please make sure that I'm held through the process until I get my own podcast and I can drink with my friends?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I went through, I was in Iraq and Afghanistan and I never got PTSD from anything. But when you put your whole heart into something and then it just vanishes very, very hard to articulate, and rationalize what happened in your mind, and that could last a while until you are okay.
2: Tremaine, um, real quick, what's the question again, Chris? You know,
1: i could talk for a yeah, while. Yeah. I talked. I talked. Talk, talk
0: <laughs> what What is in your next great chapter in your personal life? What's next?
2: Alright, um, is is grabbing a house, you know, a crib for my um for my family, uh, but in that point, um. I also want to um, grab full custody—not full, but grab some type of custody with my uh, my son and my daughter um, because a little whole a little thing happened. I don't know if I, I don't even want to talk your head off,
1: but um, <laughs> go to our podcast so you can hear all about yeah, it. <laughs> basically, the,
2: um, these females is just stopping me from seeing my kids. I guess off of spite of uh, I don't know still, but again. It's going to work out. I know it's going to work out for me. But besides that, um, I've got to say podcasts and music. Um, that's especially podcasts because this is something I feel very comfortable doing. Um, I can be myself. You know, If I don't agree with something, yeah, we might disagree, like you said, and we might go back to back, but we're not saying each other is wrong. We're just giving each other our points of views on each other's sides. You feel me? So I love doing it. That's one of my favorite things to do because a lot of people do fool themselves when they say certain things. So I make sure I eat them up for it. But besides that, um, that's my main mission, you know, because the kids is my main love. So that's why.
0: Mm, You'll get there then. I have to say, I'm pretty impressed that you both found podcasts as a creative outlet that just felt so natural and so intuitively you guys just rocked it because for myself and for a lot of people that want to launch a podcast or they just launch it, it's flipping terrifying. I mean, like I, I remember turning the mic on and then going, no, nah. and then on again. And then I just couldn't find the words. It was, it, to me felt very threatening to be like, okay, these are my ideas. These are my guests. These are their ideas. Is everybody cool with this? But I love that you guys were like, Come uh-huh. let's drink and talk. <laughs>
1: That's the fair part about it, that we're free ball, we just Well, me and Tremaine, so when this first started, I started with my another friend for the first, I think, three or four episodes. Yes. And Tremaine was our first guest and then our third oh, or fourth guest, yeah. somewhere in there. And me and Tremaine really had, a, had never met before that, <laughs> maybe once in high school. But we never really met, but we meshed so well. We, we disagreed in funny ways. And, I mean, our favorite saying now is nobody knows nothing. So whenever we start <laughs> to argue – we just say, you don't know that. <laughs> and it makes, no matter what it is, nobody knows nothing. So no matter what, how heated we get with each other, you don't know that, nobody knows nothing. And it's just the trump card, you go, all right, man, you won.
0: <laughs> I think that you guys just, just found the catchphrase and the motto for every happy relationship. You know, if whenever you're arguing, you can just say, nobody knows nothing and just move on then.
1: <laughs> That's our relationship. <laughs> you,
0: you guys got the good one. Um, so my last question will be, where do you guys see the world? The world's next great chapter or not so great? What do you think that we're heading, all of us?
1: Are you speaking on love or you want to talk about the country or what do you want to talk about?
0: Everything. You just tell me. I tell you world, next chapter, and you just riff.
1: Do you want to, to go about in you first. Uh, I mean, we're both uh, excited to buy the one. I just want to get that out there. If you guys are, are Trump fans, we're sorry, but we were very excited to buy the one. Yes. So we're we're happy with that. Um, In 2020, 20. <laughs> till 2024, hopefully. I mean, we'll we'll see when Trump leaves. But um, <laughs> um, I don't. The next great chapter of the world. That's not for us to say.
0: <laughs> okay. Nobody knows nothing. <laughs>
1: that's- nobody knows nothing.
0: Definitely oh, what's happening
1: right now. Know, <laughs> I was just about to say, that's because nobody knows nothing. Do <laughs> you think you know? No, you don't know.
0: No, no. 2020 proved that. Yes. You said that we, we knew what we were doing. Nah, we don't. <laughs> Going in
1: 2021. Yes. How
0: uh, about you, Um
1: I'm,
2: I'm so... I... If I gotta be honest, in my opinion, what I feel, I don't feel nothing's gonna change for the positive. Um, I don't think, in my, this is my opinion on certain things. I don't feel like um, some of these cops in certain areas are gonna stop being abusive. Um, it's just, could there still, some of them can't get locked up for it if they're cops for some reason. So they. They feel in their heart they can do it. So in that end, I don't feel like that's going to start lessening, or they're going to make a law that stops them from doing it or nothing. So that's going to bring us down more. And then again, with this whole Trump and Biden thing, you've seen how these people are acting with Trump um, protesting, even though he lost, still protesting, saying he won this and that, blah blah blah. So let's say now it's two thousand twenty-one. It's time to move on. Are they going to still be acting like that? You feel me? So it's going. The world will be different after that point, and you still got coronavirus on top and how people are acting, and I, I don't even believe in coronavirus as much as how they try and boost it up, so no, I know, I feel like they're trying to fear the, fear the world for their own benefit, so She's I know, all over I the map. don't believe in a positive direction, we're not going towards a positive direction until we start loving again, that's all I can say.
1: There you go. Bring it back to love.
0: Yes, yeah, love and then we'll see what.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Start the love and then the rest will follow. Yes.
0: I love that. I, I really think that, yes, we just need to start loving the crap out of each other and forget about everything else. It'll just fall into exactly. place. I just say
2: forget about it. Let's, let's start over in love. At
0: least
2: yeah. if the yeah. people do it, we can't lose, you know, so. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much, guys, for being here with us. I loved every minute of this conversation. And everybody remember, go and find their podcast, Love and Then What, to continue the conversation. I'll put the link on the show notes. And thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Okay, and to everybody else, I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening and remember to subscribe and review my podcast because I just love hearing from you. You can also follow my journey on my Instagram account at Divorce for Love and join our Facebook group in the show
1: notes. See you next week.